Welcome back to I'm Not Therapist, the show where I, your host Liora, chat about what is on my mind that we are too scared to talk about. So let's get ahead with this episode. So this is a pretty hard topic for me to talk about, but I'm going to try my best, so bear with me. Um, This year was like one of the worst years ever, and I'm not just saying that, but it started around 2020, and it's not solely because of what happened in 2020, but... um. Uh, definitely was a preface to how I am now and I am myself tired of people using COVID as a reason for everything um but good news for you guys that started before COVID my suffering started before no, I'm joking don't, don't worry um so basically three weeks before COVID came into my country it sounds so weird to say but um when it was just like whispers <laughs> um I started to notice at school that my previous stamina which give credit which to wasn't that great but it was getting there out was starting to fade which is not unusual but it was to the extent where um the you know every school has those stairs where everyone just heaves up of them up of them oh my lord heaves up the stairs so I was walking up those stairs fine I could run up them if I wanted to take two stairs at a time although it's pretty dangerous to have small legs um I started to notice that I couldn't walk up one stair I was heaving at the top I felt like I was going to collapse it was terrible, um, but I pushed myself because I was no stranger to this sort of out-of-breathness. Um, I was like, cool, you know, I can do this. And also, I'm the last person to bank school. I have a clean record. Well, not now, but you'll get there. We'll get there, I should say. But I, at the time, I'd literally missed zero days of school. If I'd missed a day of school, it was because I was like flu or whatever but even when I had flu because at the time it wasn't such a taboo if it wasn't bad I'd still come to school so um take that as you will but what happened is eventually um if you can hear me too sorry I was eating a tic-tac but eventually what happened is I started to get to the point where I was developing a temperature or fever as you will um and so I booked a doctor's appointment and I go to the doctor and it turns out I had developed a pseudomonas. For those of you who are not medically um, aware, um, well, again, I'm saying that like I'm a professor of medicine. Don't worry, I literally didn't know what it was ever until that year. Um, a pseudomonas is a bacteria which, out of a lot of places, can manifest in your lungs. Um, and it is very, very dangerous. It is fatal, lethal, however you want to put it, especially if you contract it in a hospital because God forbid it can lead to sepsis and death. So, great. So, my 2020 started off pretty average, I should say, for a normal person. Um, anyway, so I was putting a week of bed rest. And when I got off the week of bed rest, I was very much lethargic. Um, how do you start gaining up that mentality, that stamina, and the doctor said to me, I think it was at that time, she was like, listen, just try to get 10,000 steps in, now, for those of you who have step counters or watches, 10,000 steps is nothing, like, I mean, okay, listen, if you don't do more than that, um, you know, each to their own, but uh, I was getting at least, like, 14,000 steps a day, so I could, like, at that time, when I just come out of the rest period, I could barely get, like, 5,000 steps that was the most I'd get so I was like cool um then COVID hit and I remember the assembly before the principal was going on and saying oh no we're not going to close school just be very vigilant and the Sunday that Sunday they said they were closing school and I was so excited like running up and down 
Um, and then it started coming closer and closer. And my dad was a doctor, so obviously things started to become very strict and it was a mandatory PPE and all of that stuff. So eventually, um, when COVID first hit that first wave, um, I isolated myself in my room for three days. And I felt a bit like the Dalai Lama. No, not the Dalai Lama. Someone who went on a hunger strike. Although I did feel very self-righteous doing this. But it was very much just out of the fear that I would catch COVID. Because um, there wasn't really any research done at the time. So I started feeling terrible. And so what do we do? We send off a sample, um, sputum sample, to the labs. And they say, guess what? You've contracted Staphylococcus aureus. Now, why did I have to know all these words? It sounds like a Harry Potter spell. Um, Stabilococcus aureus, pseudomonas. <laughs> but I had contracted it from the water, apparently. Again, this actually was pretty harmless, to be fair. I mean, not harmless, but I mean, I didn't get it very badly. Um, and that was just like fun. Then I get a call from my doctor saying, you're going to die. If you catch COVID, stay inside. You can't leave the house. So that is what happens for the next two years, basically. My sisters all leave. They were busy doing their own thing, and I'm in my room. I was becoming very, very sheltered, very, very depressed. It was kind of a bad time. But then again, everyone was sort of coming like that as well. Like, even now, I know people who still haven't gone on new campus. So, um, but that's more out of convenience. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Um, eventually, in 2021, I started going back to school. I was going on campus online, so I was in a separate room, which they call the matric room, and I was just using the keys. I'd unlock it and lock it every day. I'd have my own room where I put my computer down and go online, but I was on the campus, so I felt a bit more inclusive. Anyways, um, then COVID sort of started wearing down, and I had contracted... Oh, I'm sorry, spoiler alert. So, um, um, yeah, so anyways, then this year comes... And I'm not saying 2021 was the best year ever, and but it was a bit better than the previous year was. To be fair, I'd only really had, I think, flu. Um, I didn't contract any weird exotic disease. And I could pronounce all the diseases that I had contracted. So good news for me. Um, so then this year came. And I started off my first few months in the last year of high school. And I was absolutely not prepared at all. So, um, anyone who's still in high school, anyone who's still busy in their career of schooling or education, nothing will ever prepare you for your last year. Um, as much as you learn or study or do whatever, you have to, you're always going to have something missing, whether it's emotionally, spiritually, academically, physically, just there's always going to be something wrong. And I'm not saying that in a negative way, I'm just saying that it challenges you very much. So anyways, by about May, no, sorry, by about April... I was like, great, this is really tiring me now, because I was a prefect, also a sorry, student leader, and it was wearing me down quite a bit, because we were doing things, I'd have to stay after school, we'd have to do assemblies, and I'm like, oh gosh, this isn't great. Then my sister contracted swan flu, swan flu in inverted commas, and um, I remember being like, oh gosh, but I got in a room. Now, what I had not known is that swan flu was Omicron. Omicron. I hope you said it right. So, I contracted COVID in March. Um, and it was so weird to contract it after it was fashionable because people were, like, really not that sympathetic. But, like, teachers were, like, 
I'd still go on lessons. The symptoms I had were wild, like I get these shakes, um, uncontrollably sweating, emotional, oh my lord. Um, and so I was in my room, great. So I recovered from COVID, thank the good lord himself, and um, I was very weak. And you see, I'm getting to a point, you'll, you'll understand what I'm saying with all these physical ailments, trust me. Um, but I got to a point where I was finally able to start rebuilding my strength again. Hallelujah. It's, you know, we've been through this before. Back to square one. But I was fun, you know. Then I started to get more worn down with being a prefect and all of that stuff. Um, at one point in about June, early June, but no, actually, it was late. It was late May, actually. I was so, so physically overexerted that my muscles were so taut, like I couldn't stand properly. It was absolutely agony. Um, so what would happen is I'd start missing more school. You have no idea how tired I, I've never been that tired in my life. I would sleep through. My mom wakes me up in the mornings. I'd sleep through it. And my mom sort of just started giving up on waking me up um, because she'd wake me up at like, six and then 6 30 and then 6 45 and we have to leave at seven um so i was absolutely just mentally physically not there and um well not phys- you know what i mean um and then eventually um i was like can't get any worse than that so you know in the stories when people say they can't get any worse than that and uh, it gets worse than that that's just obviously what happened so in early June my grandfather died and I was there and I saw his body is pretty traumatic um and I didn't go to say goodbye so I was pretty upset but what I didn't really realize is that all of this physical manifestations had come to this crescendo um and I got very very sick so this was on like the third day of prayers which we have in Jewish custom where we do prayers at someone's house and you know we do stuff to elevate the soul so I stayed at home I was by myself I was screaming from agony for two hours straight I couldn't move my hands or legs they were in so much pain I can't even experience like I can't explain I can't even put into words um how much pain it was screaming 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 for like two hours and then basically um after that I was like great like now I now it's all over I was sick I think I'd like that, at, that time, at that time, I did have flu. I didn't have swine flu, inverted commas, I had flu. And um, eventually, I missed quite a bit of school. But I actually, I didn't miss one of the school days to go to my grandfather's funeral. Um, and with all the school that I'd missed, and because of all this pressure from school, I started to see that I became more and more anxious in my achievements. So the more school that I missed, the more that my grades started to decline, which makes sense. That's what you would expect. Um, but the sort of having to balance all of these things as an 18 year old, I wish I didn't have to. And I came to the point where I didn't think any of the teachers really understood. I still don't know if they actually did understand how hard it was for me to balance everything that was going on. I had the grief. I had this physical, absolutely overexertion. I had this absolute lack, devastation, spiritually, mentally, just in every aspect. Um, and then in about September this year, so pretty recently, um, uh, it was July, it was either, it was like July to September time, I went to the doctor, I was feeling terrible, like really, really sick. 
and she put me in for an appointment um and she said to me um in a very fashionable as any doctor would you have lost 10% of your lung function so i'm like what but like you said it was a pretty nonchalant she's like no it's just like stress and i'm like okay so you're saying this is stress you're saying that i've lost 10% of my lung function and 8 kilograms because of stress and like that's cool she's like no it's to be expected because it's the last year of school and i'm like it's to be what just just repeat yourself it's to be expected um when i was filling out my criteria for what i wanted to happen next year which i didn't have i definitely ticked losing 10% of my lung function my grandfather 8 kilograms and probably contracting the worst muscle spasms I've ever had in my life and COVID like I don't think I put that down on my recommendation on Yelp so I was like what what are you talking about and I started to realize that what I was going through was so normal in today's times so normal and I was thinking I'm an 18 year old I am an 18 year old I'm not even fully developed my brain isn't even fully functioning yet and everything I've had to go through is normal and at that point, I was like, screw it. I'm going to just try. I'm going to try. I don't care how hard it is. Okay. I'm not pushing myself. I'm not pushing myself beyond what I can do because I'm not, God forbid, putting myself in hospital because of academic pressure. And once I did that, I started to realize that my grades dropped and the teachers would start to be a bit less, you know, <laughs> excited. I used to get 90s and 80s for one of my subjects and I started getting 60s. And the teacher didn't like, she wouldn't be as praise, praise, I can't say properly, but she wouldn't be as like, um, effort, effort, why can't I speak, affectionate, and um, she said like, if you really push, you can get an 80 in finals, and, but she wasn't, she didn't sound so sure, um, and a lot of the subjects the teachers before had told me, you're so close to an A, um, and I was dropping, and I was so battling this experience, um excuse me my mood is really fucked battling this experience of how do I put myself because these grades are my future they are my future this is how I get into university this is how I have those opportunities in my life but I need to be allowed to get those opportunities so I had to be so much it's like a scale it's like the Libra like sun in you know the scale it's constantly balancing and weighing it out which again at 18 year old people in America as far as I know literally just graduate in June um I'm still busy writing exams so that's quite hectic but I literally thought to myself I have to put my future on the line if I want a future because at this point where I'm going on this road I'm going I'm not going to have one um because I'm being a danger to myself if I continue pushing this hard um and then finals came and prelims and I had to write exams after my grandfather died and it was very hard but I ended up doing okay the last exams that I had I was I basically failed one of the papers um, and I said, I remember saying to my therapist, guys, go therapy, it's pretty cool. I said to her, listen, I have no Leora method to study. I have no method. I try everything, which is true. I try everything and nothing seems to work. I end up panicking, pulling blanks, like I don't know what to do. Eventually, I found my own method. and um, But what started to happen is I started to get this physical stuff, not into details, but let's just say... Um, very much things that are pretty concerning but we're pretty much put down to stress in a very nonchalant way and I was like great here it goes again no one's really taking me seriously because it's stress and stress when you learn about it in school it's like such a term that is used as such a cliche it's used so often 
as this like inconvenience like oh stress great I'm so stressed I'm not ever thinking of stress like that again the amount of pain physically and emotionally I've had to go through to figure out my self-esteem and to like I haven't even found out who I am as a person and I have to find out how to balance my health so that I can have a laugh it's like so absurd um at this point and it's like why is this happening to me why is there such a pressure on my grades and having to balance this like I have to decide do I want that 80 I've been pushing my whole high school career to get the 80 or do I want to breathe great so I choose the 80 no I'm joking um but it's like this thing but why do I have to decide why has it come to that point where the work is so tiring, so exhausting, that I feel like I can't be accomplished without studying for five hours straight? Or I study for three hours straight and I can't remember anything? Or I find a study method that works, but I'm busy doing very, very concerning physical symptoms that I have that are just getting worse. Like, it didn't make any sense. It still doesn't to me. And I'm in the middle of finals. These don't feel like finals. These are in no way like the movies. Um, I'm going in right and I'm like, great, I'm done the subject that paper forever doesn't feel like anything I feel numb I feel empty these feel like absolute nothing and I know when I get my results how ashamed I'm going to be that I didn't push for that day I know that and I know everyone around me won't understand that I know people around me will say oh stop being so hard on yourself that is the irony of it okay because everyone around me has been so hard on me and pushing me in a way and most of the part has been really helpful however that's also turned into this obsessive need to do well and the society that's pushed us so hard to want to achieve I know I'm going to be ashamed I've had dreams about it I know I know that if I don't get a certain amount of A's if I don't get any A's I am forcing myself to write sub papers I'm going to go into school and rewrite I'm going to physically just not function because I have pushed my whole high school career and it's like, why does my physical health have to fail when I need the most, right? Why does my mental health have to be so bad when I need the most? Um, and this whole high school career has been sort of the uphill part of the roller coaster, but like it's pretty chilled, right? Because it's like, great, the drop isn't yet. Pretty steady. No one prepares you for this whatsoever. I have had to self-teach myself entire syllabus because the teachers just, I don't remember anything. Um, and it's so much pressure put on myself. If you are someone who's older that has come to this point in the podcast and you're still listening and you're like, wow, I don't remember that or, you know, I feel bad or, um, you know, maybe you should focus on the positive, um, whatever you're thinking. I definitely think there has been an increase in this amount of stress and academic pressure that has come onto younger people and onto older people because there's this pressure, well, not academic, but a pressure to be someone, to do something, to make meaning and purpose. But you have to sacrifice so much. And one of the sacrifices that I decided to make was that A. And it is disgusting me all the time. Um, I cannot cope with it. It's a constant battle with why didn't I push myself for that A. But then um, I realize it's like, it's so hard to breathe. Um, <laughs> so it's constant. But why does it have to come to this point? Um, why does it have to come to the point of me making a podcast episode saying how hard it has been for me this year as a high school student, as finishing off my high school career? This is meant to be the most pivotal years of my life, and it's been the worst. It's been the year where I'm meant to get the A's. This is my final chance to get A's, and I've been struggling to even move my leg upstairs in the school or move my, my mind beyond this 
state of physical nothingness like it's absolutely absurd that i've had to be going through this and that other people have been going through this as well um although this episode may feel a bit more directed towards my teenager audience if you are older or younger um i'll just say don't push yourself now it is not worth it um listen some people do have it in them some people can remain on a constant um road towards success but most of us the average joe are not going to maintain that and it's human nature it doesn't matter you're average or if you're bad or if you gain ace if you're pushing so hard for it and you're like great i'm going to be the same when i'm in my final year that's most likely not going to happen because you're pushing so hard for it now regardless of whether you gain them or not regardless of whether you're pushing to your full capability um when others are encouraging you to do it you will i've started to notice people in my great dealing stage class five adderall stuff like that um and it's something that i haven't obviously reported because i can sort of understand it i'm on medication myself and this medication again this year has been so full of pros and cons i can concentrate but i've lost nearly 10 kilograms so it's like what am i doing and the thing is that people will push for you to to get that to concentrate rather than to focus on your physical health and then when you're like down in the dumps then it's like oh well why'd you do this to yourself or well you should have just told me or like stuff like that right um and it's so hard for people to understand how hard it is as a student as a human being and as an individual to focus on yourself when you're not even fully functional yet like even if you are beyond 25 and your brain's fully developed like you have come this far with an experience that's meant to alter your perception forever of school and academics if you've had this bad final year how are you supposed to get a job without this toxicity of pushing yourself obsession with achievement putting yourself beyond like above and beyond what you are capable of physically let's just say there is no capability it's limitless like for you in your achievements i can tell you now i have scrolls on my blazer i was a prefect i have gotten internationally published i'm in a book um i've participated in the queen's common essay competition um i've been in the newspaper my local newspaper like five times um i've been well i've been interviewed um i've gotten a certificate of commendation i've you see what i'm saying is that i'm here i know someone who got seven distinctions and is now a nick addict it's like this pushing this image of being successful is getting seven a's being successful is being a good student is so false because now where am i there are no teachers there left to support me anymore it's up to me there are no teachers that are clapping and cheering for me when i get an achievement in my poetry to be fair they're pretty much well moved on because i'm now not really part of the school i'm running the finals so it's up to you in the end of the day it comes down to you and you have to work out these boundaries to set for yourself and these limits because yes there is limitless capabilities to each of us but you have to be able to set a boundary and say this is where i'm done this is what i'm drawing the line because if you don't do that you're putting your health at risk your emotional health and physical and if even if it doesn't look like it now regardless of whether you're a student or if you're a teacher or if you're an elderly or middle age no matter where you are in life what class or race nothing you have to draw a boundary because even if it isn't seeming like it now it will impact you in the future and it's so sad that i've had to push myself to be physically impacted at 18 when i should be living a healthy life and i pushed myself to literally i am being a good student i don't go to parties i don't drink i don't smoke and people who do achieve and people are busy praising them 
and it's like I go unnoticed or people like me that go unnoticed it's like it's absurd because people don't realize that what they're preaching is very much a double standard after all they are not this whole societal expectations and rules that they're placed on students on people in jobs in careers it's this absolute of double standards there's an absolute there's no middle I'm an average student okay but the teachers either are pushing me for an A or they say remain where you are there's never any sort of um consistency in that sense um and it's very frustrating um I mean I literally made a playlist on Spotify about being an average student because I couldn't find one that spoke to me like I came to that like I couldn't find any means to express because no one believed me teachers saw me as my grades and this one teacher I was her favorite when I was getting 90s and then she sort of like stopped liking me as much when I was getting 60s and I was like so this is the message I'm getting is that I'm valued as I'm valued for my marks I'm not valued as an individual and for things that I can actually give into the world and stuff like that um and it's a very hard topic to have to deal with and it's a very hard topic that as an 18 year old I have to talk about because it's like how many other people are going through the same thing as me or similar experiences where they've had to put themselves aside and say make decisions that previously 10 years ago 25 year olds were making 40 year olds maybe even two years ago 40 year olds were making these decisions and now it's come to this midlife crisis now where we have to decide do we want to actually be alive to witness our life or do we want to like get that a and then put ourselves in jeopardy but perhaps be well enough to be happy when we get it or put ourselves to absolute hell and then get that a and then feel absolute nothing or feel great and then just become obsessed with achievements um and something i have learned is not everything you do will become a success i've submitted countless poems into competitions oh lord i like literally two hours ago i got an email to say that i wasn't shortlisted i got a participation certificate in the commonwealth competition um i got and I, I, it made me feel inferior but now i'm like screw that i am in finals and i submitted a poem that's really brave just submitting it is an act of defiance in a sense just going into an exam and writing it is enough and I'm not saying that you shouldn't try to do what you're capable of but it's a different sense than saying push yourself until you're physically crawling on the floor and can't get up to go to school the next morning um, or go to work because the soul this hustle mindset that everyone's so obsessed with it's going to get you burnt out. It's going to get you into dark places and then you can't push harder to get out of it. You have to relax at some point. Um, and something I've learned this year a lot is about relaxation, self-care. And it's so hard to care for yourself when you've been so obsessed your whole career, your whole life with achievements, with seeing your results and outcomes based on how much effort you put into them. Um, but for me, again, I haven't really experienced it that way entirely, but it's something that's been considerably a big part of my life. And um, it's sad that at finals, I have done no studying compared to what I thought I would do. I hot finals up, so excuse the slang or colloquial terms. I very much put finals on a pedestal saying, teachers put finals on a pedestal for crying out loud. They would be like, you know all the information, it's going to be so easy. And I've been doing it my whole life saying, finals, you're going to sit and you're going to study for five hours. You're going to eat. You're going to do this, you're going to do that. Coming to finals and people are saying, I studied for 10 hours maybe collectively um, in total for this test and I don't think I've ever seen myself at this point because people make it seem as if everyone studied so super hard but 
by the time we get to finals, we are absolutely drained. And it's so, so much pushed in the faces that this A is what's going to make him break our results, which in a sense will. But I know people who didn't get any A's that are far more well off than those who got eight. Um, so it's like we have to consider this double standards that's being placed on us as students, as individuals in the society and as people in the greater scheme of things and in, in life. Because we can't just push ourselves because of what others expect or what we've been taught to expect from ourselves and of ourselves. We can't just expect this great things to happen from physical pain and the suffering that we put ourselves through. We can't expect suffering to mean that there's going to be a success at the end of the tunnel. Because suffering sometimes is telling you that you can't get that success. It's telling you that you have to slow down. There's no ways you're going to be able to do a race with a broken leg and like a broken hand and still push yourself to the finish line when you basically have to get your limbs amputated. Like there's a bit of a tough example, but you have to be able to consider this and say to yourself, am I ready to push myself? And not just physically, not just this superficiality of am I ready deep 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 inside deep inside my very core am I ready am I willing to do this and you have to know the consequences and you have to be ready to accept them and when the consequences come you still have time to say I'm stopping I'm not ready because in the end no one is going to take accountability for whether or not you get that A no one is going to take accountability when you burn yourself out it is going to be you and although teachers will say that how many ever students got an A in their class and they will take great preference to saying that it was them or was the students the students had to make that decision and it's not necessarily a good one because those students could be good or well off as enough as the B student was because it's hard enough to get that A but it's way harder to have to strive for a B so that you can be happy and healthy and that's something that we have to learn and something we have to consider in our daily lives and something that's been on my mind so thank you guys for listening and I hope that you stay safe stay healthy stay constant and remember to look within yourself whenever you have the situation that you need to look and reflect deeper in um and um also I hope in that I can become more consistent with my podcasts my birthday is actually pretty soon and I'm ending exams soon and I'm going away so very very exciting next I'm going to university so there is going to be very very new chapter exciting chapter coming in my life so I'm hoping to do more um constant publishing of podcasts so I'm very sorry that this has been eight months in advance well eight months a bit late um but again at least I had the experiences to build up on um so yeah thank you guys so much for listening stay healthy stay happy and remember be kind see you guys next time Thank you.